Hello. What up? 95. 95. We're you were... hundred. If Honestly, if we... If you weren't away, we probably would have hit 100 this year. Mm, maybe. Or close. We would have been a little bit closer. We would have been at like 96 or 7. We would have had at least two more. 7, yeah. So 97. This would have been 97. But yeah, we're closing on 100. We should hit 100 uh, next month. Like you. third week of next month or something like that. Yeah. Super exciting. When's your birthday? The 30th? 27th. 27th. So, like, uh, next week or so? Today's the 20th, right? Um, I think so, yeah. No, it's the 21st. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, six days. 27 on the 27th. I think that's like a, like a something. Somebody somewhere is like, it's a golden You might die. Me. Yeah. You're knows? probably going to die that day. Never thought. <laughs> Yo, honestly, some days I'm like, what well, is like, no, not to get too dark early in the morning, but I've never like, even as a kid to now, I'm like, I don't see myself as an old person. Hopefully I'm not like seeing the future. Yeah. You never I'm know. like starting to see myself as an old person more. Mm. Yeah. Definitely adults. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> Yo, it's really ridiculous. It's so dumb. I had a crazy thought even last night, like. Just one day you just wake up. Well, like, not wake up, but it's like, you're like, oh, snap. Like, yeah, that is how the world would view me. But, like, you think that how people would be at a certain age is one way, but it's just really not. Yeah. I just I don't even understand how I'm, like, taking care of all this shit and responsibilities. And yeah. I mean, that's why I always talk about, like, uh... You're just a kid, and then you have kids, and then you're a parent, but, like, you're still, like, you don't, kid, you don't yeah. know what you're doing, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm hip. Oh, my gosh. I was listening to a therapist. Therapist talking about, like, to a guy who was having – he was having trouble, like, getting past something. We I didn't get much context from it. And the therapist was like, yeah, like – he's like, oh, the guy's like, to the therapist, oh, like, you don't – I didn't think you could have any emotions beyond hate. And the therapist is like, emotions don't exist. And the guy's like, Ugh. and then he's like, yeah, like emotions are just a reaction to like a trauma that never healed inside of you. And the guy's like, dang, and he just starts crying. And then the therapist goes on like kind of like a therapist rant and is like, yeah, like you should be trying to do like this, that and the third. But I was like, damn, like it's crazy. Everybody's got some kind of weird trauma. That's what really like just builds up over the years. But. Yeah. Just try and be mindful of yourself. That's really it. Emotions definitely exist, though. That's not like... That's a blanket statement. Yeah, with our blankets on. um, I don't know. I think both things that he said were right. That they're all like like blockages from like traumas, but like that doesn't make them like they're not emotions. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because also it's not it's not the best way to like cope with them if you say like oh they don't exist yeah. they're not real because then it's like right because like what am I what do you feel then mm. you don't feel like you just you're just feeling your past trauma all the time that, that would that like, that from what he said that would be his argument yeah hmm. that's weird that was just a TikTok 
Yeah, he's like his his. He said that like your emotions are a reaction to trauma that hasn't been healed correctly. Yeah, but they're like still emotions. Mm. Yes, I don't know. It's kind of funky. Um, are you caught up on Chain- Chainsaw Man? No, I haven't watched it. So remember, I tried Dude. to log in, it never worked. That's when you left. So I was like, alright, I'll just figure it out when he gets back. Uh, when you played on the PC, did you? Just use Wi-Fi, or did you switch the cables? Are the cables switched now? Uh, it's still in my PS5. Oh, I was using Wi-Fi. Oh, really? Yeah, if it Damn. never, if you never, if it is in your in your PS5 right now, then I was playing on Wi-Fi, and it played well. Really? Mm-hmm. I loaded in mad fast too when I was playing. Word. So. I might try it out then. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't. I haven't even it. turned my t- my PC on without like the hard wire. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was doing its thing. I don't know how it just connected then, but yeah, it was doing its thing. I don't know if we last spoke. Even then, um, I don't think because I don't think that we spoke about the Neuralink conference that mm. they had. No. No. Um. So naturally, if you have listened to even, I'm pretty sure we've spoken about it either every episode or every other episode. Neuralink. We yeah. definitely mentioned it's probably that. I mean, Tesla's every episode. Neuralink's every maybe like three episodes. I would yeah. say. So they did have an update, which is cool. Um, another one of Elon's ventures, but um, uh, the time the thing that was super groundbreaking what they did was they believe in the future they're able to give a person their sight back even if that person never had the ability to see uh, pretty much by bypassing the like optic nerve and sending signals from a camera directly to the brain, Mm. Um, which is cool. But it also made me think how like, what could be, when does that really end? Like you could do a lot. Like if you were able to augment someone, that means that you could also augment somebody's sight that we already have potentially yeah um maybe see wavelengths that we normally wouldn't be able to process yeah like x-ray stuff yeah um or even like able to see gamma radiation that would be sick um Mm. so i don't know i just thought it's interesting um uh there are a lot of positives to that they also want to be able they also believe they can give uh someone the ability to walk with two neural links if someone doesn't have the ability to walk, they would have one in their brain and then one on their spinal cord that would like, uh, take the place of whatever signal was being sent. Yeah. Like at the site, which is cool. Um, they were, they did this by showing it in, uh, pigs able to move, uh, which is cool. But there's also some, there are a lot of negative things that go into it too, just to keep, cause I, you and I, we see a lot of the positives and how like bright the future will be with it. But at the same time, there's a lawsuit being filed against Neuralink. Uh, some of them by the internal like people at Neuralink who wanted to file this suit where 1,500 animals have died uh, in the process of this research. Um, so there's definitely a huge price to pay for this technology. Yeah, like, that that got me thinking a lot about like whether our brains are going to be able to take Neuralink or not. Mm. 
some of it like but it's proof that that in these animals it's not able to some of the things like i do want to preface it because it's not black and white because some people yeah. may be like 1500 animals like that's horrible like da, 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 da. like why is that like this place must this must be a horrible company with horrible ethics um one of the issues that they were having was they were using a glue to reseal the 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 Neuralink into like the cranial like the your brain cavity mm-hmm. like when they made this cut but the glue was approved was FDA approved but in this specific application it wasn't working and that would cause death in animals um I think some of the early on where they were trying to use like a certain type of machine to like make the incisions in the brain and it was approved, but apparently Elon was trying to rush them to get to like the next step and that would cause some deaths. Uh, The deaths are like some monkeys, some pigs, some rats. I don't know how, like we don't know the ratio of each. Um, So it's not like a thousand monkeys died or like, even a thousand rats died. So it's, um, it's, it's a mix. Hopefully like it's, and it's really, a, it's an ethical thing. Like part of me is like, Oh, I hope that the majority were rats, but it's like, what well, I still like <laughs> rats are animals too, dude. Exactly. Like where do we draw the line at? Um, I don't know. I still think it's really unfortunate. I wish it wasn't going to happen and wish it didn't happen, but it is something that, humanity will probably need um yeah but like me and uh i was talking to somebody about like the whole we use whatever percentage of our brain and like if Neuralink would allow us to use like 100 percent of our brain all the time mm-hmm. but like we were probably created like this for some sort of we must have some capacity you know what i mean like maybe we aren't meant to use 100% of our brain 100% of the time i have spoken this is what a professor told me she said we do use 100% of our brain yeah but it's like i guess the person who said that it was like an old study that yeah, yeah. that was kind of like debunked. Yeah, but but I understand what you're saying. Like, are we supposed to be have that much access to so much information so quickly? Right. Um, like in with that, another thing that they showed at the uh the show and tell was that they had a monkey <laughs> who was using a keyboard. Yeah. Uh, with just his mind. Uh, naturally, the monkey can't type. It can't speak it doesn't know what it's doing but it is using a cursor and going over different keys and at the very least that alone will augment how much information we can receive yeah by a lot um if you can just instead of using your thumbs you could just like directly into the screen um scrolling would be ridiculous um so i don't know are we supposed to get that much who knows but we've seen things like ChatGPT, um, which, if you haven't heard of it, it is a very popular AI tool that's built on top of GPT-3, which we spoke about two years ago, which is yeah. crazy because now, like, there's so many people who are talking about it and all about it. And they're like, 
Chat GPT is crazy. It, is that the one that's making like all the portraits? No, so that's a different one. So some of them are like synthesia is the one of them that can take like text to images. Uh, OpenAI did come out with something, I think, in the past like 48 hours that um, can take uh, can take uh, text to image. Yeah. Which is cool. Um that's but a not, cool name too. I I only know this from True Detective, but synesthesia means like it's. I think it's some. It's almost like a. I forget why or when it happens, but it's like when you, t- two of your senses get like mixed up. Like you can like taste colors or like you dope. can like see smells yeah. or something like, like when that. People take acid. That happens. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's dope. I didn't know that. So that's kind of like, I guess it is it's like exactly. text yeah, to, to art images, is yeah. like kind of like mixing it the is. two. It is. That's cool though. It is. Um, Everyone's making those portraits. I know. Did you do one? No. Um, but that's another thing. It's another trend where people are taking like they, their pictures and then putting them into an AI and then AI is like generating what the AI thinks they look like. Yeah, and they're really cool. It looks like literally portraits. It's it's a really interesting progression. Like, think about even like a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, there'd be some guy who's actually like painting a picture of you, and then we got pictures, and now we have AI t- like creating portraits of people. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a crazy time. Um, I guess artists are getting pissed though. They are. Like they Hold are on. starting to get we, pissed already. We did have something. It was about a chat. That is interesting, but I want to finish the chat GPT where uh, we were talking about for a long time. This is like a predecessor and you can go to it. It's a it's a chat dot open dot com. And what was ridiculous about it is that in 24 hours, it got a million users. And then in five or six days, it got five million users, which is ridiculous. Yeah, um, I think it was. I believe it was Netflix, but it took them almost a year to get a million users. And ChatGPT just like blew that out of the water. Um, at least for myself, I haven't seen something get adopted so quickly by yeah. so many people. And what is that? That's just another art thing? Like another- no, so ChatGPT, which I don't, yeah, we didn't even, I don't think we even talked about it, but it's a crazy tool um, that you can just ask like ridiculous questions and it's a language model just like all the just like chat just like gpt3 yeah but this one's built on an even more ridiculous platform mm-hmm. um what the advantage to this thing is and uh is that you can ask it questions and it'll take context clues from the conversation that you have with it to give you better answers um and the crazy thing about it is that it's not even connected to the internet right now. It, it is connected to the internet, but it doesn't have internet access. So you can go search it up and uh, utilize it, but mm-hmm. it itself can't like use outside information. So the model's already been built and you're just using the model. Uh, so it doesn't have any knowledge of events past 2021. Uh but it's crazy. Like it can code for you. Like if you have a question, uh, 
and ask it like, what's wrong with my code? It can tell you what's wrong with it. You can ask it to build a code for, for you to do something. So I'm not sure about like the language for a coder, but let's say theoretically you want it to be like, can you write me code in JavaScript that can do X, Y, and Z and communicate with like these other programs yeah. and it will create it. And it can also fact check, like check your, your work. Um, it can write you a, sm a short essay. I used it once to write me a script for a TikTok I made. Um, I also asked it to write me like a rudimentary lease. At the time, before they shut this feature off, I asked it to write me a lease using Massachusetts state laws. And it did. Huh. And it was a decent lease. It was like decent enough for if you knew information about releases, you could like... It's just a free thing. Yeah. Chat GPT. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Like, uh, I really like it because my issue with other sites like Google is that right now I'll search for something and it's like five ads. Yeah. Or I'll search for something and I have to put in slash R or like slash Reddit <laughs> to get what I want. Like, so yeah, maybe this could be a predecessor to Google search, but at the very least, like it's interesting. Yeah. That sounds cool. I'm going to try some experimenting with that. Yeah. You can ask it a lot of things. I know a lot of students too, once they got their hands on it, they were putting in prompts and just having it write an essay. Nice. That's a cool tool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ridiculous. Is there a way, like, I wonder, I bet you could, if you just, like, hey, here's, like, five sample essays that I wrote. Can you write an essay on this topic with, like, my style? Yeah. Literally. That's what something you could type into it. Uh, like, in that, I believe it would take. Um, it's just a weird time to be with, like, the way that, like, when we were using chat GPT, when we were using G, uh gpt3 yeah before the chat gpt is like a 3.5 version mm. of gpt3 um but when we were last using it we were covering how it was like making essays about if it was going to be dangerous for humanity yeah and <laughs> now people are using it as like a chat box yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> we were asking it to write an essay for us not answer this question for me yeah. um now it's just two years ago. And there wasn't that many people who even knew it existed when we were talking about it. Not a million people in 24 hours. No. I wonder what the net, like, do you remember what statistic? From back then? The Netflix thing was. Like, was that when it was, like, uh, DVD getting delivered? I'm not sure if it was the DVD. No, no. It was the online. Like okay. the Netflix when it was just like a subscription service. Okay. That's still like, I mean, yeah. It's still like one of the biggest companies. Like, yeah. It's still Fang. You know what I mean? Like, that's still like one of the biggest. I don't have Netflix. Fuck Netflix. It's kind of useless. I haven't really been using a lot of streaming services myself, but. I like how to, I lost my debit card. Mm. And, uh,. Actually, it's, like, a pretty effective way to uh, just, like, cancel your subscriptions. Yeah. <laughs> Herb spending, yeah. Just, like, fucking throw your debit card in the ocean. Yep. And then, uh, 
Because now I like, because I got a thing for like, oh, your payment isn't going through for Crunchyroll. I'm like, okay, I could go without Crunchyroll yep. for a while. I'll wait till yeah. like the next season of anime Something is coming you actually out. Actually, want I know somebody yeah. who does that, just cancel and come back for what things they want. Um, and like other shit, I don't know. I'm gonna start doing that though. Mm-hmm. Gonna go through a lot of debit cards, probably. Yeah. Um, but it's but definitely yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah, artists are getting pissed though about the portrait shit. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you think that? Like, like, how do you personally feel about it? Because everybody has like a different perspective on it. About what specifically? That we have these tools that could possibly get rid of a lot of jobs. The and I'll give you this before you even answer that. The CEO of OpenAI said that he believes 40% of jobs will become automated and people will just lose their jobs. Yeah. Uh, I think he either had 2028 or 2030. Oh, wow. So, like, with artists, they're upset because they're probably one of the first ones people think will go. I disagree, but I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't think so. I think artists would be like the last ones to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like kind of did some research on this like through school, mm-hmm. and uh, I like my opinion on it is that sure it's gonna automate a bunch of shit, but like that's gonna open up opportunities for other like human jobs. Mm-hmm. I think like how you like they're going to need people to manage how the AIs like operate and I I don't know it's going to create jobs it's going to take away some jobs but like it's probably going to overall make us more efficient and kind of advance us at a faster pace I still think that we're going to need some kind of like universal basic income because the this is something that I also found really interesting with like what the CEO of OpenAI said, and it's something that we all honestly have been talking about more on the energy side, but he was saying how as we approach 2030, the cost for energy and the cost of intelligence will trend towards zero. Yeah. And the crazy part about that, and like, I know I've told some people this and they're like, oh, you like, yeah, but it's like, they don't understand how significant that is where our entire economy is built on like the cost of intelligence and the cost of energy. That's how our con- that's how the world works. Yeah. And that's how it's worked for a very long time. Um that's how capitalism works. Um So if those things trend towards zero, like what kind of economy will be working with? Um I saw like a clip of like this it was an interesting thing that it looked like it was just some sort of lecture. And I think it was like a logo creator who was giving the lecture and he was asking this guy like, okay, so say you give me like a week and you're paying me hourly to make this logo. Um, would you, 
pay me like let's just say like five grand a day to make a logo in a week mm-hmm. um and then he was like okay like yeah like i'd be fine doing that and he's like okay what about like 10 grand if i did it in three days but 10 grand a day and he's like well i don't want to be paying you uh more money for less time mm-hmm. and then that kind of brought like the lecturer he was like well so if I'm like a good logo maker and I work fast, I work at like a good rate and I still make a really good product, like why am I getting, uh, why would I get penalized for that? Like why would I be get paid less to work faster? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's also like it's when you get to that point too, if this is like a good logo maker, yeah, he's worked himself to a point and got enough status and knowledge that yeah. he can do things faster than somebody who was a novice and give right. you a better product. So that's like, uh, I don't know. It brought up a, like a interesting discussion. Or so, and then I I love that because I want to take that and go. If that guy has a specific knowledge that he has and has amassed mm. over however long to be able to price his service like that. Based yeah. on the intelligence, like the intelligence, his what he knows, yeah. Um, and if we could theoretically give something like synesthesia, the prompts that you ask of the logo maker, mm-hmm. then it would probably give us something e- like comparable right. for way cheaper. Yeah. So it's like, what do we do with people who've like that's a I don't know. That's a real thing. No question. Like yeah. what happens then? Um, Cause it is weird to like be paying people uh, like a fixed hourly for that type of work. Mm. I don't know. Cause there's also like you have salary jobs that I feel like there's a lot of leeway in like what you can get done and what, uh, how much like value you bring to the company mm-hmm. and that doesn't really scale based on i mean it does at the end of the year like for your bonus but it's it seems like i don't know it's um i don't know if there's like a perfect way to pay people for their the value they bring to mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely really interesting i and it's questions i don't know but we're gonna see it play out yeah like even with chat uh chat gpt today you can ask it questions like like i don't know like uh what's it like a good question that i would ask it i i think i asked it like like the application that you can use for it can pretty much replace a lot of it services like i called a guy from yeah. uber i was like hey like what's going on with like this thing? Like, why is it that I can't, uh, like get, um, my certificate. And the guy's like, Oh, like, I'm not sure. Like I have to find out. But a lot of the context that I gave that person, I believe chat GPT 
if not now, in the very near future, will be able to do exactly what that guy did for me. Oh, yeah. I'm going to contact this person, take that information and the context clues, and then I'm going to give it back to you. Right. Like, in a, probably a much shorter period of time. And yeah. the thing's programmed in different languages. So he, there was also a language barrier between us. I don't know what he spoke, but there was a language barrier. Yeah. And if this thing could take, like, context clues beyond like language barriers then yeah like i i I guarantee uber's it services are licking their lips waiting (laughs) like waiting to get this to get the tool yeah like for example i've been like having issues with the rmv and uh like two days ago i was on they have like a five minute long prompt like thing just describing like hey like if you have an issue there are like 40 issues you can resolve online uh they like they said that like twice and then they were also like oh if you something about covid like you know blah 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 and it's like five minutes until they finally like read the menu to like press one if you're trying to like renew your license or press two if you're trying to schedule a road test mm-hmm. and like so I waited like five, six minutes, listen to all the menu things, and then like figure out that like, oh, this isn't even like the right line I'm supposed to be calling. Yeah. So like, there's like fucking six minutes that. Because yeah. imagine if you could interact with like Chat GPT directly when you made that call. Yeah. And they're like, "What are you calling about?" And it's like, X Y Z things, like whatever you need to handle. Give me the right phone. Exactly. Number. Send you to the right person. Yeah. Like that's a save time and effort. For like many people. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that it's also wasted time where like I've been in that situation too. I've called and then I'm like, I'll just press five. And I'm like, yo, none of those really match for me, but I need this. Yeah. They're like, oh, actually, you need to talk to this person or you need to talk to like this line. Oh, that's the wrong number. Like, yeah. Wasted time for you calling. Wasted time for the other person on the other end to answer the phone. Like those will probably be one of the first ones gone. Yeah. Like. All like phone automation stuff. Yeah, we'll be gone. Um, and like for example, like I also want to preface too that ChatGPT is way ahead of a lot of people. Are like, oh, what about Siri? What about Alexa? Like this thing is way beyond that. Yeah, like it can give you nuanced answers to things, things beyond what what you could get from Alexa. Right. I feel like Alexa and Siri are like, like they can just like type shit into Google. And exactly. Useless. Like not you pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like, or like show me the weather. Um, Like I want to see, can we even give it like a, can you think of something that we could ask it right now? Um, For what? I like want to ask show. it a question to give an example to people who are listening. Um, um, how many miles away is the sun? Or even like, uh, we need to ask something a little more nuanced, like, uh, um, oh, can you, um, I'm going to ask, can you, Okay, hold on.
Okay, so I asked it to write me a short poem about me and my friend Mike. <laughs> I'm going to read you a... Uh, Oh my gosh, it's getting really like sweet. Oh my god. What did it write? A good one? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of forcing it. I said short, bro. Okay. Okay. All right. Sure. Here's a short poem about you and your friend Mike. You and Mike, together as friends, side <laughs> by side until the very end. Through highs and lows, you stick together, a bond that will last now and forever. You share laughs and memories, old and new. Your friendship is a treasure, tried and true. Mike is more than just a friend. He's family, a bond that will never end. It's a given, you see. So here's to you and Mike. May your friendship never die. May it go stronger each day and reach for the sky. You two are a team, inseparable and strong, a bond that will last a lifetime all along. <laughs> like what <laughs> listen i'm never gonna write you a poem like that <laughs> ever like in my life uh, well i don't think we'll be writing any poems for each no, other no that's the last time that we're gonna <laughs> ask that thing to write a poem um well that was actually pretty good it was i mean it's probably just a formula but like okay wait hold wait. on so like all right i'll say this watch so this is this is also the um the beauty of it so it can remember what i just asked it so i can also say like i liked that poem but could you write me one that has something more to do with like i don't know like uh something like a little less sweet or something a little less cheesy yeah you could also ask it that let me see Hey Siri, can you write a haiku about me and my friend Z? I don't have an answer for that. That's what it said? Yeah. Yep. It's like not even in the same realm. In yeah. mind you, like Oh, that was chat GB. Was yeah, that, that was, oh okay. I thought it was Siri. No, no, no. That was a. Uh, that was chat uh GPT, okay. yeah. I thought that was Siri. That's no, why I was no. like, whoa, shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, no, no Siri updates like that. No. And this is on the back of, I think, last time we spoke, last podcast, I think, I believe we were talking about how they were shutting Alexa down. Yeah, like we the mentioned new, that. Yeah. yeah, the new CEO of uh, Amazon, it, it really was a brainchild of Jeff Bezos. That's why it was running for so long. Yeah. But it just burns money. And it wasn't that useful. People didn't like it that much. Yeah. Um, and I think it really, I think at least OpenAI is put into perspective, like how early to the party we were about like these language models. Yeah. We're like, I, I if you asked me 10 years ago, I'd be like, in 10 years, Siri and Alexa, Siri's going to be sick. Like, yeah. but it really just kind of just stayed the same. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't really like become anything yeah it was cool like when we didn't really have any automation and we did have to like manually do everything Mm -hmm. but now it's like we like know how to do everything now that siri can do yeah i'm not even gonna in like me even asking like sometimes i'll use it where 
if I'm on a run, I only have my headphones and someone's calling me and Siri's like, do you want me to pick up? I'm like, yes, finally you have use. <laughs> like Siri, put, call this person on speaker. Don't actually do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's definitely interesting. It's cool. Yeah. Well, let's just see how it goes. Chat GPT. Yeah. Open AI is pretty much leading us in everything AI right now. Um, he thinks we could, the CEO, I gotta, I should use his name because it's useful information. I went to uh, Belize. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's crazy. It took so long for us to even get to that. Yeah. But ate a bunch of plantains. Um, I don't know. It was like a just a gorgeous place. Mm-hmm. Um, Before we go, Sam Altman is his name. See, Sam yeah. Altman. Um, yeah, I bet. I only hear like beautiful things about that place. Yeah. Um, people were all great. Everyone was like trilingual. Did I talk to you about that? Mm-mm. So everyone like gets taught English in school, and for the most part, they speak Spanish at their house. But they also like learn Creole. Just Creole, really? Yeah, because it is like in the Caribbean. Is it really? Yeah. Yo, honestly, my geography is horrible. I couldn't mm. tell you right now where Belize is. <laughs> it's like Central America. Oh. Uh, um, How close is it to Haiti? To Haiti? Because that's the only, to my knowledge, that's the only real place speaking Creole down there. What do they don't they speak Creole in Jamaica? Or you're no, I think they speak Patois. Oh yeah. Um. One second. Yeah, because I know like some of my close friends they uh from Haiti they speak Creole. Well, Belize. Is like right at the tip of Mexico, like where, it, yeah, like the Gulf, yeah, um, and then Jamaica is like across the way, pretty much. Okay, but Jamaica is like right below Cuba, and Haiti's up further north, right? Um, or east, northeast. Haiti's close to Florida, like the southern tip of Florida. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, because Florida is right there. Where the fuck is Haiti? Is Haiti tiny? Yes, very small. Interestingly, Haiti has a like internet access to Starlink now, which is Oh, okay. Well, Haiti's right next to the DR. Yeah. It's actually farther east than Jamaica. Yeah. And Cuba. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Haiti and DR share a border. Which is funny, my Haitian friends, I'm like, yo, you're pretty much Dominican. With the OG, the OGs don't like that. Would not say that, but the younger generation laughs. Mm. But yeah, it was cool. Spent a bunch of time on the beach. Didn't get sunburnt or tan. I got a little bit of color, but I was like very careful. Like when I go to places like these, yeah, you do gotta be careful. Very careful. You'll burn. Yeah, and I'll ruin my week because then I'll be like, I can't really go outside. Yeah, because like. Um, 
went snorkeling at the Great Blue Hole. That's crazy. That shit was cool. Sounds like an Avatar spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd see it like the dark web. Yeah, I always say <laughs> it's yeah, not a Smurf porn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not your first thoughts. But so I had a bunch of cool fish when I was snorkeling. I had a bunch of great desserts like uh, Cinco Leches. Which is crazy. I thought Trace was enough. Yeah. Stone crab legs. That's really good. Had some like uh, coconut curry with shrimp. Um, then I had like... It was something called like something Creole, and it was just kind of like a tomato stew with chicken. But they had a lot of like uh, places that were like jerk chicken. Was it Jumu? Huh? Jumu? It was just called Belizean Creole. Uh, so I don't, I don't really. That's know. what. That's what it was called, and it was a food dish. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah, I'm sure it's just like tourist friendly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um. There's some pupusas, um, coconut. All right, this this was interesting too. I saw there was like this new restaurant. There were a couple new restaurants. Like one of the restaurants that I got the stone crab at, mm-hmm. that opened like four months ago, and it looked like very modern and like a lot more kind of just more modern than the other restaurants that have been there. Mm-hmm. Um. But then there was also this tiny restaurant that I I spoke to the owners a bit, but they were like trying like a different model where not like a different model, different from like the like other restaurants there. Yeah. But it was like they switched the menu weekly. They have like a a tasting thing where they give you like six courses. Mm. Um but that's where I had the banana bread creme brulee. That's crazy. That was really my good. My whole thing about six courses, I'm always scared that I'm not going to be full by the end. But then, like, low-key, they're sending yeah. you, like, mad food. Yeah. And it was, like, this guy, these two people were from Nebraska. Mm. Or maybe Utah. I forget. But they just, like, took a trip to Belize, and they were, like, uh, it was just calling us back there. So yeah. they moved out there, opened a restaurant. Oh, snap. Now they're just living out there owning a restaurant. And it's these people, the people who got the six courses? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot That's of people like, a lot of people that I talked to that lived there were always talking about like, oh, yeah, I just like, I came here one time and then like, I just felt like I should be here. Did you feel like that? Um... I definitely want to go back. I don't know about living there. I'm really interested in what's going to happen with, like, these other nations. Piggyback on what we were talking about before, because as intelligence and energy goes towards zero, smaller yeah. nations, that's the limiting factor for most small nations, is that, like, it's expensive for education and it's expensive to get energy. Yeah. So as it trails towards zero, these nations should have some form of renaissance where right. it's way more stable to get those two things, which changes the course of a, your entire nation. Um, so I'm interested. Like, what's going to happen to these smaller nations like Haiti, um, Belize as well, uh, 
in tourism where you got those are business tourists or like they're i guess like business investors they invest into the nation so yeah um, it's cool and i talked to a lot of the restaurant people and like now is like the beginning of their busy season mm-hmm. it's kind of like opposite with us it's just mm-hmm. like wherever the nice weather goes yeah it's like where people yeah not here next together. week's gonna be horrible yeah um but yeah overall cool trip stayed at a really nice place water was awesome. weren't you close to the beach yeah i could walk like 30 feet to that's the, beach. the best part about going to those freaking like when i was in miami i stayed in a really like the place wasn't that great but yeah. we were such a quick walk to the beach that was the best part and the water was so warm mm-hmm. it was awesome yeah i need to get out to travel i made a like a tiktok earlier about how i want to go to boca chica still yeah and yeah i definitely still do um i want to go to bali now i mean japan and bali yeah bali's would be, would be sick my buddy was telling me you could like live in bali for like a thousand a year yeah they want if you make over like a hundred yeah. like they'll give you like money to come really yeah They'll give you money to come live in Bali. See, if I just got like a remote job mm-hmm. and then just go live out in Bali, yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that's why I'm really like, my whole perspective has really changed. Um, this is also different too, like where I realized at one point that I had post so many advertisements yeah. on uh, like all these different sites for my real estate, like to build my brand in real estate. There's a couple things too, like, like the main thing is like not to niche down, which I love about our podcast. This will all connect at some point, but it's a lot of ideas mm. and thoughts. But a lot of people would ask us when we first started the podcast, like, Oh, what are you guys going to talk about? Like, what specifically do you guys want to do? Like, yeah, what's your content? And our whole thing, which I'm proud of us for was that like, Oh, we're not really going to do something specific or talk about something too specific. There's ideas. I love there's ideas that you love, yeah. but the main thing is that we will become the niche. Yeah. And that's been my goal with like my social media. And like, I realized like, Oh, I was making 700 advertisements specifically in real estate. Yeah. But now that I've been posting like consistently on TikTok or on social media, I realized like, Hey, if I just posted this many like advertisements yeah, as TikToks, mm-hmm. like, I would definitely would have over a 40,000 yeah like followers. Like right. I know that for a fact based on my frequency today yeah. and how many followers I'm gaining over time. So like and that idea is like hey like that is going to be something that I think will travel into the future with like create content creators or things like that. I think it's something that will last. So um it's interesting like having a remote job like that is that's as remote as it gets wherever yeah. you got your phone <laughs> you got internet and a phone with a camera and like all phones got cameras now got internet yeah. and a cell phone then you can create from there so it was weird being like just bound to wi-fi at billy's mm. um it was good though because i spend too much time on my phone yeah and but that's it, what, like that's, i'm glad you said that like uh it is a good thing too yeah um but i did find myself watching a lot of youtube shorts 
which I don't like that I'm in the habit of now. Yeah. It's good. So like the thing that I also too like is not just you. Yeah, there's so many people who are watching just YouTube Shorts or watching TikToks. TikToks. Like it's something where a lot of people's attention are going there. So if you can capture even a part of it, um, it's all it'd be ridiculous. It's life changing, really. Yeah, Um, because like for a while I was able to stay. I mean, I'm still not on TikTok, but I'm like basically on TikTok because I'm watching so many YouTube Shorts. Um. But like, yeah, now I can like I can feel it, uh, pulling you, just in. pulling me. Yeah. yeah, yo, I think you'd honestly be one of the things I saw a creator say. Two things that they said that the two things that really switched my mindset. One of them said not to niche down. She actually sent me an ad. She made a video about me com- commenting that. And then another one was saying how like not watching other people's content. And then just creating your own yeah. is what actually got her to grow at like an exponential rate. Right. Um, so I'm like, yeah, you'd be perfect if you posted like something to you that you really like. I, I think you would get a following too. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just find it like really interesting um, how it works. Because mm. even for myself, like, remember we spoke a while ago when we last had a pod. I was like, yeah, I got uh a follower a day yeah and it's been like that for the past like month and some change i think i started with 97 when i first started taking a series i was at 97 and that was probably like a month and a half ago yeah um and now i'm at 144 which is like that's that's like i look at that i'm like yo that's a good like that's a good that's growth. A good growth yeah, yeah like um and that's in the first like few months of it and it'll take more time than that for me to reach like higher but it's still like proof of concept really right yeah that's cool i really want to play a uh, high on life have you been oh yeah i just talked to you about that yeah i know we haven't spoken about that if nobody who's heard like this is the first time we i think this is the first time we said it on pod right yeah it's really a game about like uh is it justin roiland is he the one who yeah did it? Mm-hmm. he also created another game uh he's created like three games now because yeah. he did um, there was a VR game, like the, fuck, it was like Rover or something. And then another one with Billy, it's something with like some tough guy name, like yeah. Jackson Destroyer or something, or like Bobby Burner is his name. It's like an old, it's a retro Bobby style Burner. game. It looks like it's made, it's like a 70s style game. Um. But yeah, they was one of the creators or writers for Rick and Morty. Um, a lot of people who listen to this show like Rick and Morty. I know that for a fact. Um, and if you don't, it's fine. But the game does have like the same type of humor. Um, and it's it's from everything I've seen, it looks great. Uh, I want to play it too. So, so he is high on life. Trover saves the universe, and then. Dr. Splorchy presents Space Heroes. That's probably an older one. Yeah. Then I guess there's just something called the Accounting Plus. Accounting. But, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he has like a game development studio called Squanch Games. Yeah. So, and this is like the first kind of like, uh, what do they call it? 
like a triple A release. Yeah, like a real. Like, that's the biggest game. The they, biggest game he's released. Yeah, they put a bunch of money into it. Like mm-hmm. actually had like actual game developers work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been getting mixed reviews, sorta. I think IGN gave it a nine, so mm-hmm. that's always good. Yeah, IGN's always consistent. Um, but thank some God pe- we have people who actually like. IGN's probably one of the only real, like, big media companies that I'm, like, I can respect. Like, all right, I know you guys are saying something that, like, I can get behind. I got an eight, eight on IGN. That's still good. That is still good. Um, <clears throat> but it's kind of mixed for, like, people that were, aren't, like, I don't know. I think, like, every Rick and Morty lover isn't going to love the game. Mm-hmm. Because it is kind of long form. Because mm-hmm. you could play it for like hours. I'm sure it's like got a pretty long play time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like a short burst of Rick and Morty comedy like the yeah. show. Because the show is supposed to be fit into 22 minutes yeah. where it's like bap, 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 joke, the, joke, uh, joke, the joke. comedy won't last? Like it's uh, like people will get bored of it? Yeah. That's what I've been hearing. Mm. That some people are like, oh, it's like kind of dragging and mm-hmm. like... It's probably not um, just, like, quick comedy like Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. but it's still, like, the same brand and it's the same uh, style. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a try, though. I haven't been playing many games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. I'm d- I definitely want to play. I want to have something to, like, to see what it's like. Yeah. I've been seeing some clips. Clips are funny. Yeah. I don't want to get spoiled. Because I'm like, I don't want to have, like, there's no reason to play now because I've already seen, like, so many people play. Yeah. I just keep seeing this clip of, like, because uh, the guns. Mac and Cheese Brothers. No, I didn't see that one. It's mad. I saw the thumbnail for it, but um, yeah. it's like there's this kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the gu- so the guns, like, talk to you because the guns are, like, characters themselves. Mm-hmm. And so you have this gun, and you, like, run into this kid, and the kid's like, why don't you murder me? Like, yeah. uh, don't you want to just shoot me? Yeah. And then, like, you try to shoot him, and the gun's like, no, I'm not shooting yeah, a kid. Like, that's you? so yeah. bad. Yeah. And then, like, after you, like, try a bunch of times, you end up shooting the kid, and, and then the kid drops. He's like, ah, oh, you shot me. Ah. Yeah. And then uh, the gun's like, fine, there you go. Like, now we lost our E for everyone rating or yeah. some shit. You're the, yeah, you think that you can't kill kids in games, but yeah, yeah. this one we did it. Right. <laughs> yeah, really funny. I don't want to miss all the jokes too, because I watched some clips of it. Watch the guy play through a little bit, and there are funny moments in them. Like I'm not trying to have, not trying to get spoiled Enjoy, on them. Yeah. In these days, these days, yeah, I don't know. We did it like it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I feel pretty good. Weird. Uh, I think we did. Yeah, this is a this is a, I think the last one we recorded was like three weeks ago. Yeah. You got some updates on some things. Oh, last thing I do. Did I already bring up our terrorist funding round? No. Um just close with that. Um that Aptera, which I had to figure out today because someone was like, What's your second favorite? And I was like, Yeah, no order. They're like, No order. So I'm like, All right. Aptera is my second favorite EV company. Yeah. Um, they have uh, started. They want to start to use Tesla's charging port 
so that they can charge at superchargers. To my knowledge, it's the first company to do it. They're just very well run. They know what they're doing. Um, yeah. They know that the way that the the industry is moving with electrification. So I think they're poised to uh, take advantage of it. Um, and uh, yeah, they had a funding round recently. The minimum investment was two hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. I don't know for how many shares, but it is on their website, um, which is cool. Like, I like to see that this company's able to do things like this. Um, we should see first deliveries in this first quarter of 2023. Uh, and a lot of people still don't know about it. It's, yeah. it's not a publicly traded company. It's all internal. So uh, I think it has a lot of potential. Yeah. So just something to bring to people's minds. That's cool. I also saw a YouTube short about like this guy at a Tesla and he was driving through the South somewhere. Mm-hmm. And this uh, older Southern guy was like, so how long does it take to charge that thing? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, oh, I got to charge it for 15 minutes right now. And then like, he was like, oh, well, do you get nervous driving around? Like if you're not going to be able to find a charger mm-hmm. and, uh, it was talking about the capability that it like it'll give you if you like put in a location that you need to be it'll like set up the way for you and it'll be like the waypoint oh yeah. you have to stop at this charging station mm-hmm. charge for 25 minutes and then mm-hmm. you can like make it to the next one and yeah to get to the next one yeah 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 which is cool um that's definitely a huge advantage that tesla has right now yeah um so I even recently I saw like sometimes I don't want to argue on the internet. Cause some guy was pretty much saying things that like weren't a hundred percent accurate, and he's talking about his Mach E, which used to be my second favorite. Yeah, but they don't have any charging stations, or not as many, or as reliable. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we spoke before about Electrify America, which was like created by Volkswagen after yeah. Volkswagen was caught. Mm-hmm. creating vehicles that were less efficient on purpose. So they were pretty much screwing over the entire globe. Yeah. All of earth. Um, and, uh, with that, they created haphazardly like, Oh fine. You want charging stations? Fine. We'll make them. And they ended up making <laughs> them like really shitty. There's only two at each place. A lot yeah. of times they're in like parking garages, um, not places where you need chargers. Right. Um, so, uh, that's mainly what the Ford Mach-E uses and it's just not as reliable. Like you won't know if the charger is broken until you show up in. Uh, yo, imagine if you were, if you were low on gas and you didn't know that the gas station just didn't have gas until you showed up and it's right. like, yo, I can't not get gas. <laughs> like, right. like I'm on empty. So that is like, do they have like emergency for- chargers in Tesla's or like, is that a possibility to, Bring a portable battery. So there is. So that's actually interesting. Yeah. So they do. You can theoretically bring a battery with you, but a lot of things is is like like weight to like weight because you're adding weight to the car. So it's weight to. Uh, uh, so you're actually taking away from the distance you'd be able to drive in uh, some way. Like, and also depending on how battery, like how dense the battery is, how heavy it is, but. The main way to really get around it is you just have to build more chargers. Yeah. So if all these other car companies, they haven't built charging stations, then 
like this is what like now so now it's called the uh, North American Charging Standard NAX mm-hmm. and what that is is like uh, going forward the charging standard will be what Tesla's use because the infrastructure is already there yeah um, so it's a positive for Tesla also Tesla's down right now um, a lot like a huge margin and uh yeah, like I'd recommend. Like I think that if it was myself, I would say it's a good time to buy. It's not advice for anyone, but yeah, if you were to look, looking to purchase a stock, Tesla's down a lot right now. Um, even though there's things like that that come out, there's a North American charging standard, which is the Tesla standard already. Yeah, like that should be a positive for growth. Right. Um, but it's like you know, it's very weird. Yeah. Like I even want to even give this like this is something I found really interesting about uh the way that people view the stock. Uh so since January fourth of twenty twenty one, yeah, Tesla's net income grew by nine hundred sixty five percent. And during mm-hmm. like that same time frame, the Tesla stock is down by fifty percent. Hmm. So that it really has nothing to do with Tesla's fundamentals or anything like that. It's just like the macro economy is affecting Tesla and not necessarily the fundamentals of the company. So if you did have some extra cash and you didn't want to take your significant other on a fancy dinner or something like that, I believe this time, like we're getting, we're going to slingshot soon where our economy may take a tank for a little bit, but I believe going into 2025 is when Tesla's going to take off to like another level. So Weird. that's some long term. I know there's a lot of people who are holding, especially some who will listen to this show and are holding and just to like stay strong, um, has nothing to do with the stock. I know I've seen a lot of red, it's like you're burning money, but it's yeah. a good time to hold. Go Tesla. Mm-hmm. All right. Plug your stuff. Uh, yeah. So always Francisco on TikTok. Um, that's going to be the main channel I'm going to be focused on for a little bit. Um, but yeah, there I post every day. Um, and yeah, come, you can shoot a follow or even shoot a message and some ideas or things like that. You just want to chat. I'm in there. Word. And our Instagram is at DTMS underscore podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. 95. About to be 100 soon. All right. See you guys. Peace.